Hello and welcome to Australian Transformers Weekly. We are bringing you Transformers news from around the world and we're talking about it in Australian time zones and with Australian accents. This is episode 208. We are recording live on Friday the 31st of February, February, January 2020. I'm getting a little bit ahead myself. Uh, this episode we'll be talking about new Earthrise figures, new movies, a cliff jumper with his own identity and uh, there's um, more than just the figures that are currently out there to collect. It's a bit of a bit of a cryptic clue that... It's a bit of a cryptic clue that Brad's put in the intro for the, the run sheet. And um, to be to be perfectly honest, having looked at the rest of the run sheet, I'm not sure what he's talking about. Let's find <laughs> out. Welcome to the show. I'm Jason. Joining me this week, we have Daria coming to us from Canberra. How are you going, Daria? Hey, yeah. All right. How are you all doing out there? Uh, well, uh, we're less on fire than you are. How, how's it going? Like, are you, are you safe? Are you well? Is it, like, stinking hot? In reverse order, yes, it is stinking hot. I am kind of well, and we're as safe as one... This part of town is as safe as one can be under the circumstances. So, so your answer's in... Forward order were yes, yes, and yes, and the answers in reverse order were yes, yes, and yes. If you like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> uh, Alan is also that that chuckle you can hear is Alan to, coming to us from Melbourne. Uh, so I believe both I, I believe both Canberra and Melbourne have been hotter than Sydney today. Yes. And I saw I saw in the news that uh, I saw in the news that Hobart was hotter than Darwin. <sighs> just in case anyone's worried about global warming don't worry the science is still out but holy shit australia is on fire um mm. and so alan how are you doing down in melbourne there where you've had a oh. 40 degree day today oh yeah hot and humid down here and just uh trying to keep cool <laughs> can i point out the irony in you being the owner of the prime shrine and wearing a decepticon hat onto the show oh well you know you gotta represent sometimes Diversity. I had a bad day. <laughs> diversity, diversity in diversity in Decepticons. Oh, there we are. Yep. Yeah. That's a one of many Prime shirts. <laughs> uh, I've also started a bit of a collection of Prime shirts. Yes. Um, look, uh, it's, it's been a few weeks since we've been on the air. Uh, a couple of weeks, maybe, maybe two, maybe three. I can't keep count. Also, um, I don't think we've actually had you guys on the show this year. So it has been, uh, it's, it's been an entire Christmas and New Year since we, we were last together. Tell us what's been up, what's been happening. Have you, have you, been, have you had a Transformers-y Christmas and New Year and did you get some new figures for us to talk about later in the show? I did, for sure, yes. I've had a few transformer things going on, for sure. Yeah, I got, only got the one new figure, but it was one of the ones I'm waiting for, so I'm good. Fantastic. <laughs> And Alan, you uh, you uh, you took care of the Australia Day barbecue uh, effort for for the the club down in Melbourne. There, I did. Yeah, had a few uh, new faces show up, and uh, they all came along and had a had a bit of a play with you know with the figures. And uh, I had some on display as uh, as you do, and a couple of games and entertainment set up. It's always yeah, always a good yearly uh, event. I reckon good for the club and the community. Excellent. Yeah, no, it's always it's always a good oh, it's always a good time. I haven't. I haven't been to one of the Melbourne Australia Day meetups, but I would like to at some point. So, yeah. 
Well, when everyone rocks up and there's uh, all the free food and transformers everywhere, it sort of goes up from there, really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's always fun to see the uh, the ogling of uh, collections and, uh, you know, can I have a touch of this? And, and you know, because I've got, you know, my uh, man cave of my, is uh, pretty much open for, uh, for uh, you know, inspection, basically. And, you should uh, probably run tours. I, well... Any any new uh, member that comes along gets a tour of the Prime Shrine number one, and uh, yeah, the collection. You got to you got to pay homage to the Prime Shrine, as as you know. Yeah. Oh no. I, look, I, I've I've been there. I've prostrated myself at the foot of the Prime Shrine. I I get it. And then I patted your dog, who's very cute. Oh. He did. You even helped uh, add to the Prime Shrine, uh, even though that's a weekly weekly thing, unfortunately. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty soon, pretty soon, I'm pretty sure the Prime Shrine is actually going to take over an entire wing of your house. Yeah, it's uh, it's struggling. It's uh, moving up upwards and outwards. <laughs> I hey, look! That... <laughs> hey, look! I've got a Prime sitting in front of me. Have you got this one? Yeah, I've got. I think he, got two, two he's, of that he, one. he's the Transformers <laughs> tribute pack one. Oh yes, I don't know if he's a different re recolor or anything, but uh, there, are, I do have that one. there are a couple of different colors on him. But yeah, look. Um, I've I've undertaken a project while uh, while we've been away for a, a couple of weeks. If um, you know, I'm just going to give myself the screen for uh, for a little minute. So um, by 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 exposing the full screen behind me, uh, you can see how much of a mess my study is. But you'll also notice that the shelves behind me now have um, now have lights on them as well. So uh, I thought I would just talk very very briefly about my my little handiwork project and to do that i'm going to i'm going to put the news screen into the stream because i've got a little bit of a photo album there from some of the lighting now um I'm, you know i'm going to jump to the end first because the finished the finished results is the thing oh. that, like, the thing that you probably want to see right so oh, yeah. um, my collection see that oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my collection, my collection display space is three IKEA Billy bookcases. It has been for a while. I've I moved house last year, and I haven't really been that happy with the study room that um, that I'm in in the new place, and it's sort of stopped me from setting up my shelves for a long time. But uh, I've set the shelves up now. They're properly bolted together in the corner, and with the installation of the lights, which I, I must I must say credits where credit where credits due. I stumbled upon a video on YouTube a couple of weeks ago from the one and only Bobby Skullface, um, and he uh, he had a bit of a tutorial going on how to install IKEA Norfly lights, which is what I've got in Billy bookcases. And so um, I looked at it. I decided those are actually the lights that I want to put on my on my bookshelves. I I've been looking at the idea of installing light strips for a really long time, but the light strips are not very directional. And so I figured I need something to something to push the lights in the uh, direction that I want them to go. And so um, the, the Norfly lights I discovered um, pretty much do what I want on that front. So you can see like there's a metal enclosure. Uh, the light strip is sort of in the back of it. So it does direct the light into the shelf. Um, and yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple of uh, a couple of photos of me sort of like um, putting the lights in and wiring them up and um, doing a few things. And uh, I'll just, if I move this away for a second. Okay. If I come back here and uh, put myself on, put myself on full screen, the uh, the greatest thing about this is that uh, I can actually turn the lights on and off 
with the remote control and also with Google voice control as well. So that was going to be my next question. Well, go sure on. Can. <laughs> I haven't hooked it up to Google voice yet, but um, uh, I, I, so I literally set the remote control up five minutes before the show started. Cause I thought I should really do that and, um, and show it. So, so yeah, um, I've, uh, you can see the cordless drill. You can see the cordless drill there. Um, yep. I've sort of, I've, I've bolted, I've screwed the brackets onto the shelves. So like, there's no going back from here. Though, oh, yeah. I mean, like I could always unscrew them. There's only two screw holes, um, but yeah. So there's like a bit more detail on there, and um, yeah. So the, and yeah, so the lights install like that. So there's a bit of a work in progress getting them up and running. And there's the finished result. I chose not to light the bottom shelf on the big bookshelves because I'm probably just going to put some boxes and storage there, and I don't yeah. need a light on that. Uh, those are characters that look like they're either flying or standing. Are they on top of perspex, or they actually attached to the backs? Um, there are some, uh, let's see, did I put one down here? Like raises or something? Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple of risers in there and I don't know where I've put them, but, um, they are, they are $2.80 acrylic risers from Daiso. Yeah, I got those. Um, they're good. Look, if I'm perfectly honest, they're a little bit taller than I would really like them to be. So I may go back to Daiso and see if there's something shorter. Um, but, uh, like I, I'm... I'm happy with them. I'm happy with them because it allows me to sort of like show, put a character in front and a character sort of mm. staggered behind and raise it so that you can still see everything. I, I don't. I don't really like having two crowded shelves. I think the top shelves are probably a little bit crowded on both sides at the moment. But I'll take care of it eventually. It's very well done. Thank yeah, you. I'm it's, ta it's taken a long time, long, long time to get to to get to here. Well, it's, um, good to, uh, it's good to re refresh your collection. And you get new appreciation for certain figures in the accidentally in the process where you're reposing something that you've you know moved, and you know you can rediscover your figures in a way. You can. Um, I've sort of uh, like I feel like the figures that I have on my shelves hasn't the, my collection on the shelves hasn't changed in a while, uh, and so I've sort of taken a bit of a look at it and thought, right, you know, I you know I've I've got the I've got the animated auto troopers. But I don't need to put three of them up, so I can put two of them into storage and and just put one on the shelf as a sign of you know, hey, yeah, I do have that. So there's been a couple of couple of things where I sort of needed to make a bit of a decision like that. And um, yeah, it's like it's still a work in progress. I don't I don't think anyone's ever truly happy with their collection display. I think everyone likes to tweak it now and then. Um, but yeah, that's that's it is what it is. Shall we um shall we get on and talk about some news? Yes, please. All right. We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? There's a bit of exciting news this week uh, as uh, we actually, I think, I, I think TCCA by virtue of uh, Andrew Hobart, one of the, the members in our group who uh, did also tip off Ozformers, but Ozformers can be a little bit slow, uh, discovered and we publicised that uh, the Cyberverse Deluxe figures that I spoke about on the show last episode, they have made a retail release in Australia. They carry along their Bumblebee Cyberverse Adventures branding. You can find them currently in Toys R Us at $40 a piece, which is way too much for what they are. Or you can apparently find them. They're just coming out in some Kmart stores as yeah. well in the last couple of days at $29. Much, much better. 
Yes, yeah, I actually uh, was one, one of my acquisitions this week. I've got one. So, who did you, who did you get? Or oh, spoilers, spoilers. Spoiler shockwave. I really, oh, yeah. uh, I like it. It's very eighties retro oh, yeah. looking, and uh, there's compatible compatible parts and web, you know, the uh, effects uh, that you mentioned. Uh, yeah, they're really good. I'm happy to put them um, actually next to, you know, the stage figures in in a way. I find that I find them a bit small, but um, still pretty good, especially next to each other. Like they go well with each other. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I like them as a as a non buffed up uh, shockwave. I you know, like a young, it, like early days young shockwave. You know what I mean? Young, young, young lanky shockwave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got his uh, he's all full of life and uh, and uh, fluoro pink. It's really cool. Yeah. He's like the shockwave version of skinny Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, he's uh, a scientist, so you know. Daria, are you are you a? Are you, I'm assuming that I'm assuming that nobody is a Cyberverse collector, but are you interested in collecting these Cyberverse figures? There's a there's a few I'm looking at picking up. They're, I'm looking at using them to populate the Quintesson things because apparently, this is year of the Quintesson. They're actually doing Quintesson figures for the first time since Alpha Quintesson. Spoilers! That might be oh. in my acquisitions later. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, what a wacky coincidence! <laughs> and of course, um, yeah. Grimlock because Grimlock. Do they come with the uh, the, the extra uh, add-on parts and for the the builder figures as well? The quint no. no. So the, so so the builder figure is uh, only on the deluxe class figures, and I've got so. One. Yeah, so there's the four in the current wave, and there's four more coming out later this year. So you'll need to buy all eight figures in order to complete Macadam. And you know, I, I actually have no problem with buying all eight of those figures. Um, I really actually quite enjoy the first four. So I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to Hot Rod and RC and mm. Grimlock. And I don't know who uh, Thunderhowl is, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I had a bit of a twinkle inside of like that moment where I think I might be getting them all and like, had, what, what shelf are they going to go on? <laughs> yeah. I, so the, I, I do, as, as you can sort of see with the shelves behind me, right? Like I do have a, I do have a problem and that there is no space for cyberverse figures on those shelves. So I do actually feel like I need one more shelf. We'll see. We'll see how I go. I may, I, I may yet, I may yet add a shelf somewhere in this room. But it probably won't be behind me. It'll probably be on the wall next to me. We'll see how we go. Anywho, besides these Cyberverse figures making their way to retail, we've also seen a little bit of a leak today. And if I'll have to like zoom this zoom this in um, from a store listing that's showing War for Cybertron E for Earthrise. Uh, there's a full listing there showing that uh, Hasbro Australia appears to be getting and distributing the uh, the full full set of uh, wave one, probably wave one and two combined I think by the looks of this because there's there's eight deluxe figures um, and there's three four five, uh, there's, there's five micromaster patrols so um, yeah like this is definitely more than one, just one wave of figures uh, but as you mentioned year of the Quintesson there is a Voyager Quintesson judge and a deluxe Quintesson Alicon, which I think is one of the one of the uh, alligator, alligator, um, not the judges, but the what? Are, let's just call them the bailiffs um, from the uh, the Quintessons courtroom. So, uh, 
it'll be it'll be it'll be really nice to see if if they come up looking sort of anything like the G1 cartoons. But uh, mm. I don't I don't believe we've seen a photo of the uh, Earthrise Quintessons yet. Yeah, no, it's been a long coming for time coming for some of these figures. I I think so, but uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. all the all the people that like doing the whole movie movie themes are, are definitely looking looking for. I think as an option. Yeah, if you are if you are looking for Earthrise figures, you do you've got a couple of choices. Um, there are so you can wait another month. It looks like it's going. So it's the 31st of January. So like another month puts you into March. March is apparently the official street date for these figures in uh, in Australia. But if I just click onto the right tab here, there are definitely there are definitely figures being shipped and arriving around the world. This this comes courtesy of Toybox Soapbox on Twitter, uh, who is a lovely chap that I've met at uh, at TF Nation a couple of times now. Uh, so this is the Voyager class Grapple, who um, has just arrived in his in his quite happy palms to receive him and. Uh, It'll be taking some photos and putting them up later on. Check them out on check them out on Twitter, Toybox Soapbox. But uh, yeah, it just just goes to show that there are definitely Earthrise figures making it making their way out there. And in fact, last episode we spoke about the we spoke about the surprise appearance of uh, Earthrise Optimus Prime in uh, Thailand in Bangkok. Turns out that was indeed the first time that anyone had seen Earthrise Optimus Prime in the flesh around the world. Uh, our friend Nathan, uh, who's Ham Man reviews on youtube uh he took a few photos of the box and they got echoed around the echo chamber that is the internet uh with the first look at the um earthrise artwork on the side of optimus prime's box so uh good on you nathan thank you for thank you for sharing the photos with us as well and uh yeah the, so earthrise earthrise is really starting to starting to hit shells now there's uh micromasters and i think optimus prime and ape face have been spotted in the u.s at, at uh I'm not sure if it was Target or one of the stores there, but yeah, it's on its way out. Else, something else that's exciting that happened this week is news that uh, there's two Transformers movies in development at Paramount. Now, it's been a little bit of time since we heard about a Transformers movie. Bumblebee was uh, was Bumblebee one year ago or two? I feel like Bumblebee was two. It was 2018. I was yeah, just thinking about it. Yeah, so he was end well end of 2018. End of. Right? Yeah, oh, so yeah. He's, a, he's, a year, he's a year and a bit now. One of the most unusual things about this is that it's been a long time since we've heard any sequel news. It's been a long time since we've heard about Transformers news uh, at the, at the movies, and so there's been a big there's been a, a, a the franchise's cinematic future has been a bit up up in the air. We heard briefly that they were even going to um, head back to the last night and make a sequel to that, which uh, some of us actually would be interested in seeing that because uh, the cinematic unicron story is something that mm. we thought might actually be might actually be interesting. But it ain't happening. Um, what is happening, however, is a sequel to Bumblebee, uh, imaginatively currently titled Bumblebee 2. And uh, the, other, the other movie is amazingly said to be based on Beast Wars. It will be the first... Uh, First time we've revisited Beast Wars in quite a long time. It is coming up for its, its anniversary. I think it was, I think it was its anniversary last year. Although Beast Wars went on for three years, so there's plenty of plenty of time for it to be an anniversary. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure how 
I'm not entirely sure how confident I am that we're actually going to see a Beast Wars movie. Uh, these these projects are in development and anything that is development could be dropped like a hot potato by the studio yeah. if they decide that it doesn't it doesn't uh, present a, an option for them going forward. Um, Alan, would you would you go see a Beast Wars movie willingly well, and happily? I was just thinking, I, I think they would want to maybe retell that original story of the first season of it, but I got a feeling they would modernise it and try to go with the whole, uh, you know, War for the Planet of the Apes type thing, try to get them in modern times, modern animals, and have the actual modern humans probably somewhere in the mix instead of cave cavemen. That's, Maybe. That's... Now, now, we had actually heard that there was going to be a full CGI movie uh, a while ago so maybe maybe that's what this has uh, come of like maybe it will just be a full cgi movie no humans no nothing who knows oh there's plenty of people I mean, were impressed with the cybertron beating bumblebee which was basically that so they've got something to be going on with that they're not completely shooting blind yeah they they should definitely go on that path like everyone that got excited over the first five minutes of bumblebee they should go right let's package that and give it give that to everyone that's what I would like to see. That's true. So, uh, so perhaps out of this, we are now missing out on that uh, fully fully CGI Cybertron based movie. But uh, you never know that that might still figure into the sequel to Bumblebee. Um, and it's like it's too early. It's too early to say what we expect of the Beast Wars movie. As I said, I kind of expect the Beast Wars one to fall by the wayside and then to push forward with a Bumblebee sequel only. But we'll see. The um, the, one of the one of the problems, not a, not a problem. I'm just maybe I'm just feeling a bit negative. Um, the the writer that they've uh, attached for the Beast Wars movie is uh, James Vanderbilt, who is the writer of such cinematic amazingness as Amazing Spider-Man Two. Oh no! And Zodiac, which I was it wasn't Zodiac oh. like a, the weird Jim Carrey um, serial killer one. Uh, no, it it was about uh, it didn't have Jim Carrey in it, but it was about a, you know the the true story of the Zodiac Killer. I think that was probably the more well received movie of the two. I don't think superhero movies were his thing. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, they also have they also have uh, Joby Harold, who is best known for his work on King Arthur: Legend of the Sword, and he's working on the Flash at the moment. At the moment, uh, he's also attached, possibly for possibly for Bumblebee. It is interesting that they're actually finally sort of looking beyond uh, beyond sort of the the the, the Goldsmans and the. Um, I can't remember the two the two guys who now do Star Trek. That uh, and that's probably why they're not available to do uh, Bumblebee uh, to script these movies. Uh, get some fresh blood in. I'm just not sure whether or not that's the blood that we need in the writers' room. We'll see. Uh, this also does mean that the the massive Transformers writing room project that uh, they were so big on uh, a few years ago, that's gone. Whatever whatever they whatever they came up with in that writers' room, forget it. They're not doing it. Yeah. That, no, that sucks. Oh look! No, I I don't think that actually does suck. I think it's probably it's probably wisely it's probably wisely dropped because it's all probably tied into the Bayverse. But uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't be surprised if that was all tangled up with the often mentioned big shared Hasbro cinematic universe, which I don't think is an imminent thing either. No, we really we really don't want that. Like that that actually. I would be. I'm. I'm. I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that's actually what I think dooms the RDW um, version one universe. 
they just need to get the ball rolling with some animated movies like like the uh, dc marvel mainly dc their animated movies just straight to dvd they could do movies based on short runs of comics that was successful that would be a, that would actually be really interesting to see them sort of take that on because it's All a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a long time between Transformers appearances at the movies at the moment. Like it's a it's a, I mean, even when Bay's in on it, it's three or four years between the films. Um, it's it's been a couple of years since Power of the Primes uh, was our last seemingly somewhat adult oriented uh thing we we know that um we know that war for cybertron is coming to netflix sometime this year we don't really know when but yeah no it's just a long time between it if if they actually just had a team of animators actually working on bringing these known stories uh and they don't have to be they don't have to be serialized one doesn't have to follow the other they can't just pick and choose things from a known story universe and actually animate and tell these stories so i think that i think there's something i think there's something to that i'd really like to see that happen yeah i think the dc straight to dvd model is a pretty good one to look towards they they did some good things adapting known stories which then gave them once they were successful a bit of time a bit of opportunity i should say to mess around and try other things yeah mm. yeah and i've seen some good uh good animated features still coming out that you know batman ones or was batman versus ninja turtles one that came out just recently yeah you imagine know? anyone 20 years ago there was going to be a batman versus <laughs> ninja turtles cartoon yes i still I, I honestly i still don't know what to make of that but that's fine i don't have to make anything of it there could be a transformers versus uh ghostbusters who knows Maybe I mean they could adapt the movies for that, uh, adapt the comics for that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so look, there's uh, uh, the takeaway news is that it's very early days. There's two films in development: one Beast Wars, one Bumblebee sequel. We don't know what's going to happen to either of them yet, but uh, you can bet that we'll be we'll be keeping a close eye on it and uh, taking a look. Yeah, until we see some screenshots or something. Yeah, you know, oh, it's, it's way too early for that. Yeah. They haven't even got a script. Yeah. No. Uh, right. keep it waiting. This is actually so. This this story follows on a little bit from uh, last week's discussion of the uh, Optimus Prime box. That is that is our friend Nathan Hamman reviews knee in the background here, showing off the uh, the artwork from the Earthrise Optimus Prime box. Um, the interesting thing here is just how many things and how many characters and how many figures are included here. Like, oh dear. What can we see? We can see Quintessons, we can see Unicron, we can see Prime, Megatron, there's Nemesis, there's Narc, there's Hound, there's Wheeljack, there's Trailbreaker, there's Blur, there's someone who looks like Bumblebee but could be Hubcap, there's RC, there's Sideswipe, there's Shockwave, there is a Soundwave just hanging around behind Shockwave as well. Just, there's so much to see in this artwork and it's... um. It's given it's given a lot of uh, given a lot of Transformers fans a lot of pleasure, uh, just looking at looking at this and trying to discern who they what they think everything in it means. Um, so, like, this might be a hint of things to come in Earthrise or in whatever part three of Earthrise is also is also going to bring us. But uh, I think the the biggest thing the biggest thing on here is obviously Unicron up in the top left corner. He's not he's not necessarily going to be a um, He's not necessarily going to be a part of the uh, Earthrise, although I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they have spoken about Unicron as being a part of War for Cybertron. Well, the way this is looking, I would say that I would guess rather that him being off in a distance and tiny is like a way of saying 
he's coming, but he's not quite here yet. Which is absolutely true. He's he's another yeah. year away, isn't he? Yeah. Just a shout out to all the pre-order people. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so there's also a sort of a tech spec style secret secret printed text on the uh, on the box that you can see as well. This this one's showing up the uh, the text Micron, which is a, a nice sort of reference to Micron change. And uh, this one. This one actually does seem to certainly be a Galvatron, which we're hoping is better than the Shithouse Titans return version. Yeah, I'd say so. Ooh. All right. Don't know what that was, but that's all right. So Figure King magazine, every time Figure King magazine comes out with a new issue, lots of uh, websites grab it and scan it and then proceed to uh, examine it. Uh, now, this one is here mainly because, uh, like, the... The, all the studio series figures, not that interested in, but that little thing at the bottom left of the screen there, which I'm not, I'm not sure if I can, not sure if I can zoom in on it. It doesn't seem to be working for me. Uh, that is the 3A Deluxe Soundwave and Ravage. Now, that looks pretty cool, pretty astonishing. Um, the 3A figures are they're articulated, but they don't transform. Um, so there's a there's a lot of moving parts in there, and uh, if you're looking for a if you're looking for a Bumblebee movie accurate sound wave, that is probably your best bet. It, it looks pretty great. Those figures, I think they range between about three or four hundred dollars Australian. Um, so yeah, they're, they're also they're, they're they're quite they're quite detailed. I don't think they're quite that big, but they are quite detailed. Um, they're definitely marketed to you know fans that after after those special you know it's it's sort of not quite masterpiece, but it's something, something else, you know. I, I've been saying for a while that I think there's space in the market for something that's above masterpiece, um, mm. and like masterpiece has sort of been moving into that space itself. But um, I do think that there's a higher end gap there, and maybe the, maybe the three A figures are it. Like, like I, I I don't have to put Soundwave on my shelf in um in like tape deck mode or whatever. Like I'm happy to have them in robot mode. So maybe the three A figures are. Maybe the three A figures are where it's going to be at for me for my collection for the future. We'll see. Well, yeah, if yeah. you're really into character rather than being overly concerned about the alt modes, these these will be good because that's a great repetition of Soundwave, the character, the guy from the movies or whichever you're ascribing him to. And if you're not especially bothered about being able to tinker with him into a tape player and what have you, then that's that's great because well, it's a bit like like what action masters reported to be all yep. those years ago well no you're exactly right because action masters were one of the first attempts that hasbro actually had to to marry up the cartoon representation of the figures versus the toy representations and so that's that's exactly what 3a has done here with a, a, a like a, a perfect physical representation of Soundwave as he appeared in that movie yeah and i think for all those people that was uh looking at the screenshots and had the had it on loop when he showed up in the in the movie in the trailers this is for them i think they may have already pre-ordered it yeah all right let's move on um there's a, a couple of a couple of other, a couple of other pictures have come out i think courtesy of uh, courtesy of takara tomi this week of uh the new the new earthrise figures so uh it's sort of a clearer look at starscream um there's obviously someone's deleted the deleted the stand from the back as oh starscream is connected to something there that's really holding his weight very well i don't know um but yeah so like we're looking at uh, siege omega supreme there with uh, earthrise starscream ironworks connecting up the front uh, there's there's hoist up the front so yeah there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of 
a lot of uh, new things there. There's the, the MicroMasters turning into their weirdo gun mode. Um, the MicroMasters going well with Ironworks. Ironworks is a figure that um, a figure that a lot of Transformers fans are really looking forward to in Earthrise. So I suspect that that one's going to sell quite well when it makes it out here. Oh, that's some good stuff. Yeah. Who's who? Who's up for what figures in Earthrise? What What are you guys interested in? I think the well. I mean, I'm always going for the uh, G1 G1 characters, obviously. Uh, but any any of the little characters that make make good use as being, you know, going with the bases or uh, you know with the Titans or uh, as weapons, I'm I'm down with all that too. So even like you know the the little guys that attached onto Starscream there, you know, whether that that peg system is compatible with uh, you know any existing characters, uh, yeah, Let's have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, I'm certainly after that wheel jack so my energon downshift can can stop subbing in for him <laughs> and grapple because i only realized when i went to look at mine the other day that i in fact do not own a grapple at all so <laughs> this is the perfect chance and i'm guessing if there's a trail breaker that yeah well in fact he was on the picture so yeah the trail break trail breaker and ho hoist inevitable pairing yeah, so, so I actually I called out Hoist here, but it's actually the two MicroMasters together because it just happens to look like Hoist's colours. But uh, <laughs> where where one goes, the other inevit inevitably follows, whether it'll be in Earthrise or in uh, whatever Part 3 is called. But we'll find out. I think it'll be very hard with that nostalgic value of all these, a lot of the characters for people just to not buy them. They'll, they'll see it in the figure and they go, oh, I've got my beaten up G1 at home. I'm going to take this one and play with it it's you know fresh new version i hope so i think this has been this has been the first time for a while that they've sort of gone really all out with the with the the sort of the g1 characters i mean we had universe and classics for a while but this is this is something else like this is a major push for you know a year's worth of a year's worth of toy line instead of just sort of just meandering through uh a, sort of a multi-wave a multi-wave uh, release cycle but um they're great. They're great updates to these figures, and uh, I, I, I've even heard of people. I've even heard of some people selling off all of their, all of their G one figures and just going with the modern representations of them because they're a better figure. They're more articulated. Um, Daria and Ellie just had a fit when I talked about that, but that's okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, I can believe. I can understand that. I'm just knowing how attached some collectors are to their actual factual G one figures. Is, is what makes me, well, not, I'm certainly not appalled, I'm more surprised. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Uh, I, I was surprised to hear it, but um, they, they, those people exist. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I've been like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. because I'm a sort of fiction first person, it's actually, it's actually something I can see myself doing, but knowing how many toy first people there are out there, the idea that someone would still have good G1 figure to sell and sell it on this basis is surprising. I don't know if I don't know if it's uh, well. I guess yeah. Like you know, some people might sell them off and sort of stock up on these figures. But I feel like I feel like a lot of the people who do that, they're just sort of like, no, wasn't really that into it anyway. So yeah. Well, uh, we're 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 getting into third party territory. This is this is the longest. Uh, Longest news section that we've had for a while, so let, let, let's enjoy it. So, uh, Lemon Tree is a new <laughs> Lemon Tree is a new third-party company, and this is their first figure, the Purple Potato. 
<laughs> I say I say purple potato. In all seriousness, it's purple potato. It is a it is a shockwave that I'm not sure if we've got his, a picture of his. No, we haven't got a picture of his alt mode. But uh, this shockwave transforms into the nemesis, the uh, Decepticon Decepticon yeah. headquarters slash warship. And uh, well, yeah, it, it will be it'll be interesting to see him in his alt mode and see how see how sort of a good a rep representation of the nemesis is. But there is one thing that you can certainly say about Shockwave and the nemesis is that they are both definitely purple. Yeah. I don't know about the scale issue would go with everyone. No, no one's ever cared about scale in Transformers. It's like an Astro Chain situation, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it, it is. Also the fact that Shockwave played no part in um, anything to do with the nemesis, but, you know. Yeah, I don't think Shockwave is fire resource so much as set foot on that ship. So mm. he's also uh, famously missing his gun hand. But, uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. After, after Black Handgate with Optimus Prime, there's going to be. <laughs> well, there could be an attachment or an accessory we don't know of yet. So it's and true. Is, it might, it might be like the Cyberverse one where the gun gets put into his hand. We'll see. Maybe Sorry, Dario, what were you saying? Well, this is just a render, so they've got plenty it of is. room to maneuver. They do. Alan. Maybe, maybe Hasbro will step in and give him a hand. <laughs> uh, I think if they if Hasbro steps in, then they'll probably give them the boot. But uh, well, yeah. I think you have the third party companies coming coming along and uh, doing their third party accessories. Why not? You know, someone else just come along. Here, you have a gun hand. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Let's move on. Uh, we do have flame toys. Flame Toys are back with a new model kit. Uh, this is their Furai model kit for Devastator. Now, as we've seen with all of their releases, they are slightly stylized. They seem to thrust their hips forward in a, a very sort of manga-style manga uh, pose. And Devastator is no different. He does appear to be saying, here are my genitals, please remove them. Uh, but they, it, it, they are great-looking model kits. If you're into this, if you're into this stuff, you'll you'll enjoy it. If you if you get it and put this together, uh, we did also see an electroplated version of um, Gravity Builder is coming along. I think it's like the the um, wait. Let me check my notes. Uh, it's the fourteenth, fourteen fourteen thousandth. Sorry, uh, re-release of Gravity Builder in in different colors. Uh, so they're they're definitely milking that mold just almost as much as Hasbro milks all the Seekers. Um, so yeah, look, uh, there's a, the the Flame Toys Flame Toys Kurai, uh, Kurai uh, Devastator model kit will be coming out soon enough. I'm not sure if we actually have a release date on him just yet. World's smallest. Now, do they, have either of you two picked up the world's smallest transforming transformers over the years? I think I've got a mm, Prime. Do you have an Optimus Prime? Yes. Yeah. here in there. He's in there. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I'm quite fond of the original World's Smallest, so I'm really interested to see how they sort of bring the name back and and reuse it. They're they're obviously very very different figures because they don't transform this time out. Um, but I am I am still interested in collecting tiny tiny transformers. Now, um, what we're seeing here is that there's a there is a uh, while we've got the, the picture of the the three of them in individual packs out there. There is a three pack that ships for US twenty five dollars. Um, so uh, yeah, if 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 you're interested, that seems like a better deal than the reaction 
figures that have just hit Australia. They're thirty-five dollars a pop, and they are they are not big figures. Um, I've I've been I, I I King's Comics had them in stock, and I went in a couple of weeks ago, fully intending to pick them up and buy them, and I picked it up, and I was just like, that is tiny. I can't I can't spend I can't spend thirty-five dollars on something yeah. that's that tiny. And uh, you know, of course, then I went and bought like you know something from Make Toys, but. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I just, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I just felt like they just weren't enough for their asking price. Yeah. These guys, at least, like their gimmick is the fact that they're super small. So um, we'll see how they go when when they actually do make it out. Uh, I sort of expect my wallet to be emptied by it. I mean, I have the uh, you know the Heroes of Cybertron minifigures. I mean, that you know they sort of came and went, and when they were on the shelves, you know they were half the price of that. They're very similar. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. If you could uh, make a chess set out of them, now that's a different set. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, like you could if you bought enough of them, but you know, just Hope put some, yeah. just put some weird hats on them. <laughs> well, Optimus is obviously the you know the king. What are you what are you talking about? <laughs> is he? Is he? Is he? I thought Optimus might be one of the pawns. <laughs> no, he's just yeah, a prime. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, uh, so. 3.175 centimeters these things they say they're world's smallest and goodness me that's tiny but yeah yeah that is pretty uh <coughs> i see I, I, I see they're standing on coins not bases so yeah i i think i'll, I'll be ordering the prime obviously it's small enough to probably insert into my into a be very a, careful what the next word you say uh, is. have earrings <laughs> or something <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah yeah they're, 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 i've got the picture up of them all um sitting on piles of coins now it is worth noting that um the the designs for these they very they do very uh very well match um some of the the better known japanese designs for these figures so the fact that they're producing these at the at the scale that they're producing that is quite notable but you know like so they're what they're, they're under four centimeters uh tall each 25 bucks maybe i could do it for all three we'll see i would actually say i wouldn't take them out of the packaging because they do have the mini packaging within the packaging i think they're designed to just look like a whole entire mini packaged figure yeah, but like you could just take them out and leave them in the mini package. Yeah, that's what I want to do. But I'm, saying, but I'm saying you don't need the world's smallest branding around them on your shelf. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just have this little Prime with me everywhere I go. I thought I thought Prime was already with you everywhere you went. Well, no, you can always have more Primes with me. This is true. <laughs> Um, so I'm not entirely sure if these are slated for release soon in any local stores. I believe they might be they might be listed on Amazon, but I'm not sure if they're on Amazon Australia. Uh, but uh, I may I may well go out and try to find the uh, the three pack. We'll see. Shall we move on to the next one? There's only a couple couple of stories left. Um, the this one's close to my heart. If I just uh, once again expand my Expand my, my view of the camera. You can see, yeah, watch me do my TV weather girl impression. Eh, eh, eh. There's my there's my Transformers pin board uh, up on the wall behind me. So of course, as soon as I heard that, uh, as soon as I heard that um, there's new uh, 
what 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 are we doing? Let's um let's go for that. Let's go for that layer. As soon as I heard that there were new Mando merch, um, Mondo merch. Sorry. As soon as I heard there were new Mondo merch uh, pins, Jazz Ravage and Soundway joining the pins designed by Tom Whalen from last year of uh, Prime Megatron and Bumblebee. Uh, I of course um, immediately opened the link and ordered them. So. Uh, thank, big, also, big thank you to uh, TCCA member Morgan Maroney for hitting me up on Twitter and telling me about these as soon as they were released. Um, and uh, yeah, I should have them in the next in the next few weeks. They're going to be they're going to be shipped within America to my Com Gateway uh, freight forwarding account, and then I'll work out how to get them over from there. There's one last story for us to talk about, and this is one that actually, Alan, you'll actually be you'll actually be happier about, uh, and. I might, I might throw to you to talk about this. The Titan Masters Attack is a, a new add-on pack for the Transformers collectible card game. Take it away. That's that's okay. Uh, yeah, it's up to the fifth wave is coming out this uh, year of the uh, the card game, and uh, they've deviated from following the uh, the toy line this time, and uh, instead of uh, doing the Earthrise, they've gone and uh, going with Headmaster theme, and uh, they've created a bit of a, a gimmick of... Um, the cards actually have removable heads. Ooh. So, uh, yeah, they've got Cup there, and uh, the, the idea is that there'll be another little card, and uh, that will, if uh, the character dies, the head transforms into its uh, counterpart, and uh, you've got another another character there. So that's very interesting. And uh, this set, uh, yeah, they've added uh, some cards to boost the, boost the abilities of uh, some of the cards that didn't get used so much in the first waves. And uh, they don't have pictures yet, but there will be a uh, Titan size uh, Fortress Maximus, which has both mm. headmasters, Cerberus and such. And uh, that'll be coming out. The uh, the last wave had a full Triptychon uh, set that came with the, uh, if you bought the box. So, uh, and this one's going to, yeah, a Fortress uh, Maximus. And I'm guessing a Scorponok will come out in the, in the next wave. So you can literally just play the game as a, uh, you know, one of the Titans against uh, someone playing all their own little cards, which I, are... I think a Scorponok is a good bet since he's the next Titan. Yeah, and I think that'll probably match up with the uh, the one that ends up coming out on the in the toy line. I believe that's you know we, we've all seen the sort of the, the hints hints of a uh, you know coming out from Hasbro. So, look, yeah, the game's definitely just you know gone in a slightly wacky, interesting direction. No one really knows. Uh, that they're showing off Cup, uh, particularly because he was a notorious, uh, you know, peg warmer character of the uh, the first wave that uh, not really even liked, and they've decided to release a, you know, buffed up super uh, cup, super cup, super cup, basically for, you know, a, ju a jumbo, a jumbo cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the the cup is uh, full to the brim of goodness on this one. Mm. So, uh, yeah, no. Uh, the, the game's definitely going strong. I go every fortnight to to one of the nights, and you know, it happens all around. Uh, I mean, there's big tournaments all for America and such. Uh, I actually know two guys that uh, went over to America to to compete, and they got mentioned in some of the uh, the podcasts and things for the game. So uh, that was interesting. Yeah, wow, yeah, it's definitely yeah. happening. And uh, you know, I've, I've become friends with some of the uh, the guys that play the game, and uh, you discover that at home they've got their own sort of collections, and they go, hey, you know. Come and check out, uh, you know, the uh, the clubs and such. So it's a, you know, it's a big tangle of uh, fans of all things coming together now. Of uh, 
you know, in different uh, origins of, you know, fans of the franchise. So, yeah. No, I, I... So, look, I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound extremely cruel, so I apologize in advance, but it does feel like the number one thing that I hear from people who play the game mm-hmm. is assurances that people do play the game. <laughs> oh, they, oh, they do play the game for sure. <laughs> I, I know. Like, like, like I said, it just... It sounds cruel, but um, I, I'm I'm just amused that it's one of the one of the first things that we hear. But I'm always I'm always happy to I'm always happy to talk about the card game when you're on because you're really into it and um, passion passion is important. I think there's just certain spots and little spots around Australia where it has taken off because you, you just need enough people to to mesh together to have that sort of you know common common uh, you know regular playing type thing whereas over in american stuff there's you know game shots all over the place here we're competing against you know magic the gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh and pokemon all that kind of thing and some people have uh you know gone over and uh you know i've seen some dads and their sons come along and give it a go because they've picked up the packs at you know the local came out or game shop and just want to have a casual game and uh you know because they're fans of the franchise then they're playing with their characters and such so I, I, you know, it's the game's only been out under two years anyway. I mean, it's it's really early de- early days for it, and it's it's done a lot, you know, in that in that time frame. If you sort it of has, have it has, that's right. Yeah, we've seen like we we've seen a lot of add-on packs and expansions for the the game, and there's a good there's a good dedication to enhancing it from from Wizards of the Coast. So um, yeah, no, I'm I'm very happy to see it. Yeah. Right, that is uh, that is the end of the news. Um, what am I going to do? I am going to flip us back to flip us back to talking heads mode for a little while while we talk about new acquisitions. And I'm going to go left to right. Dario, would you like to would you like to kick us off? What have you acquired and what have you added to your collection recently? Most recent acquisition is oh, now there we go. Siege Spinister. And, and it's still I, in his box. What's going on? Oh, that won't last. <laughs> in fact, that box will probably be propping up this computer next time. But, yeah, I have been waiting for him because I want to get all of the the scavengers, the ones from IDW. And, and until now, there was no good slash affordable spinister around. So this guy who always looks like two guys stuck together because he's got such radically different colors on his body halves. So I, the only one I need that is an actual toy-based character yet is Crankcase. I haven't done a new Crankcase yet, but I didn't think there were any new Spinister either. So they may yet. Yeah, yeah. You never look. You never know what's gonna what's gonna be uh, slipped into slipped into future waves in War for Cybertron. We have got a rung as well if we're if we're after characters from the comics. So, um, yeah, you never know. There could be a Crankcase in our near futures. Uh, now you also had uh, something up for pre-order. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put the put the screen share back up, uh, which is the the first volume of the Transformers G1 manga from uh, from Japan. Do you want to do you want to talk about this a little bit? Ah, uh, yes, it is as you say the first cl- collection. I'm not. Sh- there's still some question as to exactly what is in it, and I wouldn't be surprised if there's still some rights and details being shuffled back and forth because it was. Originally, it was supposed to have been ordered, uh, sorry, released by now, and it's been pushed back to April or so. But 
there's a collection of the actual Japanese manga from mostly the G1 year. I think there's a bit of latter-day G1 character stuff in there, translated into English for officially the first time. Uh, so I see that this panel on the on the back cover that I'm looking at. Uh, Optimus Prime says, "We are Transformers from America." <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's not bad for it. It's only cost me thirty something dollars. So yeah. I've got the detail of page numbers on the page here. Yeah, two hundred eighty-eight pages of manga for thirty dollars. And if you, a lot of people have been wanting to see these oft-mentioned, seldom-seen Japanese comic stories. Hmm. And you can see from the front cover, it's got a collection of original, original G1 and Headmasters and Master Force characters on there. So there's a good clump in there. I've read somewhere, but as I've said, they're still nailing down the details. I've read somewhere that it's going in terms of in-story order rather than release order. So anything they did later that was set earlier will be put back in the story sequence at the earlier point. Yeah. That's interesting. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that, well, at least to see exactly what it's like after all this back and forth. I'd be interested to see the uh, stuff with the Star Convoy, where they did that that sort of that sort of stuff after, you know, after the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping some of that's in there. I mean, this this is billed as Volume 1, so I'm hoping that means there is... A volume two, if this does well enough. I mean, granted, we're all disappointed that UK Classic Six just disappeared into ether, but obviously, someone's at least a bit optimistic that there'll be a volume two if they're calling it volume one out the gate. Look, I'd say they're, I'd say they're optimistic. There's going to be at least, uh, at least ten volumes because it's the manga zero one. Yeah, like that's that gives yeah. you space to go. Like the, you could go up to ninety nine. Yeah. All right. Oh, look, there's uh, a. There's a distant uh, pre-listing for, I just clicked on the author's name, for Volume 2 for June 2020. Well, that'll, look, if that, if that actually takes off, that's April and then June for uh, Volume 2. Maybe that's why they've delayed it. Who knows? But All right. As someone who's definitely been hearing about these so many times over the years but never seen anything since a few dodgy scans, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, let us know how, it, uh, how, you, how you find it. Yep. Sounds good. Alan, how about yourself? Got any some got any new things to play with? Well, I, I showed off the, the shockwave earlier. We all had a quick talk about him. Uh, enjoyed him. My other little thing that I, uh, a friend of mine hit on the shelves, the last one in Kmart was the uh, this Jada Optimus Prime. It's a uh, it's like a large just diecast truck version of Optimus in a nice uh, sort of G1 packaging. Hey. Again, I feel compelled to point out he's still in his box. I think this one might stay in his box. <gasps> Dari, are you going to sit there and take that? I normally wouldn't, but that actually looks like the box <laughs> is actually making quite a good display piece for that yeah. otherwise static figure. And, you know, it's uh, yeah, oh, you've got a hang hook. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, I'm, I'm rarely a preserved the box person, but I have seen the occasional one where the box actually makes quite makes it turns it from and also forgetting this one can't actually transform or pose or anything turns it into quite a nice display piece in its own right yeah i mean i've got an actual optimus prime literally in the cabinet behind me in truck mode so i, th I think uh 
Yeah, this, you're not short on optimists, so really. <laughs> yeah, this actually shows off a little bit of the artwork and, you know. Actually, yeah, could, could you just hold up the artwork on the sides there for us? Oh, this, that side. Same thing, yeah. Uh, so that doesn't look like the original box artwork to me, or is it to It Does it look like that to you because you're actually looking at it in person? Oh, like It looks like one of the reissues. Or it's, it's, it's in that it, vibe. It's the vibe. It looks, it looks to me like some of the art. It looks like some of the artwork that Takara's used on the uh, on the two pack release recently that had the the G one figure and the movie figure, the, the Bumblebee movie figure. But maybe maybe I'm just uh, maybe it's just the way that the lights playing off the box. I have got a original box. I'll do a comparison later. We'll do some yeah, investigations. Sure. I do have a sort of other acquisition, oh. but it, was, it turned into a bit of a disappointment. Oh, what are we, what are we looking at here? The original Optimal Optimus, Transmetals. He's, he's quite large. He is, yeah, he's actually bigger than the, uh, the you know, the, the re-release. Um, and, you know, he doesn't, he, the re-release split into two figures. Uh, the one problem with this one is uh, somebody ripped out his head. And uh, I don't have the, the prime head. I've only got the uh, the monkey head in there. Oh. Other than that, I mean, I, did, I got it on the cheap, obviously, but... Uh, you know, he's... Is that, is that why you're disappointed? Well, I would like the head, or I, there's just no one selling the head. <laughs> I just want the I'm, head. I'm guessing because they've all been ripped off all of the ones that are out there in the wild. Uh, all, even all the, the, the junk ones people are selling, they've all got, they you know, they're all still quite expensive, so it'd defeat the purpose of getting getting this one. But, you know, I might just stick a custom head on there and he just becomes another prime, who knows? Are his purplish shoulders? They chromed or are they just shiny? Yeah, the original one's chromed. the uh, the the new uh, the new power of the primes one was wasn't chrome. Um, that's you know, amazing how taxed that chroming seems to be after all these time. It on this one, it's done pretty well. The uh, some of it's faded in some spots, but uh, like it's one of those figures I never thought I would get. But then I, uh, you know, then I obviously saw it. Someone had it, and I, I grabbed it, and it's like, oh. I really like this figure. I just wish he had the other head. He's got the monkey head. I can have it in monkey mode. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's it's just those discovering the old uh, figures and technically it's a prime, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love how, you, I love how you, you can basically justify anything that you want to purchase by just saying technically it's a prime. Technically it's a prime, yeah. You had prime spark in him for a bit, you know, so that's good enough. Yeah, no, I'm, I've accumulated a few little... You know, I'm always getting some of the old stuff too, the G1, G1 figures here and there, and uh, you know, trying to put put them in together, fix them, fix them up, that kind of thing, uh, and and obviously working my custom custom stuff. I've got Tribdicon in the back background. I've been working on him, and the uh, the prime at the bar, at the bar. You might have some pictures from the uh, from the barbecue. I had a I had prime set up at the bar with with drinks. Even he was even got a Transformers McDonald cup cup there on offer. So uh, you know. But uh, yeah, but I think I think those are uh, like we were saying about the uh, the Cyberverse figures. I think there's something I'll probably keeping a bit of an eye on because, like I said, eight figures. You know, they're not overly taking up a lot of room. You know, you could. I think they're quite fun, but they're you know very well. You know, they've stepped up their game to make enjoyable uh, transforming figures that don't look like they're just you know empty spaces and. 
and uh, awkward transformations. You know, there's actually some technical, like he could actually transform him and get an extra fist if you wanted the whole, whole two hands thing. That whole thing. He's got the weapons. Yeah, they're quite quite nice. So, till next time, I think. Well, so the uh, the police siren has finished going past my house. So now uh, now it's my turn to speak. No. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, I, I muted myself while uh, muted myself while the cops did their thing. Um, so uh, I have. What am I going to do? I am going to do a full screen on my photos of my acquisitions this week. So uh, I did. Uh, I did acquire the siege. Uh, the uh, Siege Amiga Supreme, finally. Uh, it came down to $180 on Amazon, which was a price. That's not bad. That is, that is definitely not bad. It's $180. It shipped for free. It arrived in two days from Amazon. I know people who are still waiting for this figure from whatever place they ordered it from online. So uh, phew, it's, it's, a, it's, it's astonishingly good service from Amazon. Well done. Now... Um, I also, I, so I also acquired some figures this week, and for the second time in a row, my new acquisitions are Cyberverse figures, and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about that. That's, that's a lie. I kind of feel pretty good about it. Now, these figures came to light over Christmas. There's the uh, Cyberson, Cyber, Cybertron. So it's a Cybertron villains subline of Cyberverse. Uh, and there's the Quintesson Invasion and Sharkicon's attack. Now, the centerpiece of the Quintesson Invasion is the first figure that we've ever actually had of a Quintesson judge. Now, Cyberverse having a sort of its um, stylized animation, animated style, it is, it is the five faces of darkness that we know and love, but they are done in a bit of a cartoony Cyberverse way. Mm. I think it works well for them and the Sharktacons attack pack comes with a hot rod figure of some kind which is kind of shit and three tiny gorgeous little Sharktacon figures and the little Sharktacons like their back legs move and their mouths move and that's about it but they have a slightly different color on the on their fins on the top there's two green and one orange and it's like the cutest thing so uh, I of course opened them up and uh, took some photos of them all so I know, right? Like, how cool are they? They're cute little sharkies. They're very, very G1 accurate as well. Um, and uh, also you can see the uh, kind of crappy hot rod in the background there. I actually, I finally figured out after poking the hot rod for a little while, you actually transform this one by rotating the back of the car. Uh, like you, you can see the line around the back. You rotate that around 180 degrees, and all of the other joints all loosen up, and you can pose him. Like it's not very good, but yeah. So the Sharktacons are the main focus point of uh, of this set, and I very quickly introduced them to one of my unique toys, Sharktacons, um, who wasn't really sure, wasn't really sure what to make of them at first. He's a little bit confused and bamboozled, but um, very very quickly. Very quickly talk to them all. <laughs> I know. Oh, look, you think that's adorable? Wait till you see the next photo. Aww. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, they are very cute. Um, I've just noticed looking at this that if you if you look very closely, one of the things like one of the Sharktagons even has a bit of a bit of a, a bit of um 
paint off one of his eyes, which is sort of a bit of a bit of a sign of the quality of the figures that you get in Cyberverse sometimes. But yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, like I, I I enjoyed having a little bit of a play with the Sharkies. They're very very cute, um, and I do have the full set of three unique toys Sharkies. So these ones will go with him quite happily. Um, then I unpacked the uh, Quintessons, and then my cat demanded attention. <laughs> so, yeah. the, uh, so the Quintesson Judge comes with two, I think they're Warrior Class figures, um, Shockwave and Jazz. So I've got another Shockwave. Um, and there, so there's the, there's the Judge. And so that's one of the sort of one of the more iconic um, faces. And like, like I said, you can see that they've sort of got that, um, that animated uh, quality to them as well. So there's a there's two of the faces there. There's another one there. Um, one more who's uh, people looked at this and just said, oh, look, it's Crash Bandicoot. Uh, <laughs> and, and then this one. So I, I quite like them as a, a Cyberverse take on Quintessons. Now, I haven't finished season two of Cyberverse. In fact, I might do that after the show tonight. Uh, I haven't finished season two of Cyberverse. I am told that the Quintessons turning up is a season three thing. For Cyberverse, which I think means they might turn up in the last episode, but um, we will we'll see how that goes. Um, the little figures that come with them are not great, however, they are balanced enough to do this. Like they can, he can Shockwave can balance himself on one foot. Um, he's got he's got a reasonable range of articulation, but he is a, a small figure and. Uh, he's just one of the packets. Now, as you can see, he's got a little thing on his head, which I have taken to mean uh, it's a Quintesson mind control device, which also appears to be sort of the Cyberverse take on Headmasters, which oh. borrows possibly borrows a little bit from the way Animated did the Headmasters, where the Headmaster was a particular device that would sit over the, the bot's head and take over take over their uh, their mental function. So I think uh, the Quintessons might be ex might be practicing a little bit of mind control when they turn up in season three of Cyberverse. Um, Seems like the, their kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it does, doesn't it? Like, you know, um, you can also see in the background there, there is the, each of these sets actually does come with a pack-in scene background, which is sort of like studio series with the, um, the, 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 the backdrop pieces. And actually quite like these ones so i might might keep them around i might find a way to sort of work them into a display um yeah so that you can you can see the two the two mind control units there in the front um sitting on sitting on shockwave sitting on uh i said jazz it looks like prowl to me more than jazz sorry um and you can put them on other characters heads as well oh that's um, another prime yeah that's that's the deluxe prime um so, like, he, uh, it, it doesn't actually sit very well on the Deluxe Prime's head, but, like, it's good enough. It'll be, it'll be fine if you put some blue tack into it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. That is uh, new acquisitions. Now, I, don't, I, I think, uh, look, we're, we're, we've run slightly over, slightly over an hour, but that's okay. We, we packed in a lot of show, a lot of, uh, a lot of show tonight. Um, do we have anything else we need to talk about before we, uh, before we finish up for the night? Uh, do we? I don't. I don't. I don't know if we do. Um, on on club business, I still have some prizes from the uh, the uh, year end donation drive that I need to send out. That'll be happening this week. Um, apologies to the people who are still waiting for their prizes. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's actually about it for now. I think there's uh, a lot of uh, things we can follow up from tonight. Uh, you know, in 
coming weeks and months, I think, uh, you know. I think we'll see a lot of these come back. Particularly that, that, uh, the movie news and all that kind of stuff, I think will be, uh, you know, hot on the heels of any updates of all that kind of things for, for everyone. All right, that's that's it then. I'm going to end the show. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you're watching along with the live record, which a couple of people have been throughout the evening, thank you for checking us out. You'll find out more about these stories and more in the show notes. You'll find all of us in the Transformers Collectors Club Australia group on Facebook. Uh, officially, we are at transformersweekly.podbean.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Australian Transformers Weekly. You can subscribe to us in your podcatcher of choice and you'll find out all about Transformers Collectors Club Australia at transformerscca.com thank you for listening thank you for watching and we'll be back with you in one or two weeks we'll see how we go like the two-week cadence is kind of working nicely for us but uh, if some if some big stuff comes up we'll we'll definitely be on next week we'll see how we go stay, stay cool stay safe everyone oh, stay safe. I, I have to turn on the air conditioning to stay cool <laughs> all right thank you everyone and uh we will see you next time bye bye thank you watching picard oh yeah have you have you noticed how so it's so it was picard's thing that uh whenever anyone knocked the knocked on the door of his ready room the you know they'd summon, he'd summon them into room with you know come come in blah 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 you know come in or you know come and now everyone else in starfleet does it they've all they've all adopted that did you watch episode two today i did yes so yeah yeah but like both of them, like both of the the Starfleet officer meetings that we had, they're like, did it, did you come? It's like, ah, oh, that you despite themselves. Yeah, yeah, it used to be Picard's thing. Now, it's just a sign, just a sign of the greatness that is John Luke and Matt. My God, aren't they pissed off at him? So, do you recommend it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, if you like Star Trek and such, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you don't like Star Trek, so if you don't watch Star Trek, you're going to be utterly fucking bamboozled by whatever's going on um more so than more so than the trek fans are but yeah well no, we got a we've got a pretty good handle on what's happening cool all right it's that time <clears throat> which means if i move this around all right